Let's get down to brass tags. We'll do it live. Okay. We'll do it live. Fuck it. Do it live. I can. I'll write it and we'll do it live. Welcome to the channel, ladies and gentlemen. Coriander, here we are, Slasher Movie Club, Monday nights. We're talking about Madman. Yeah. All right. And I would and I would start singing the song, but I would do it no justice whatsoever. It is kind of catchy though. Uh, All right. Sure. All right. So <laughs> here's the thing. Okay, let's <laughs> let's start from the beginning. So okay. we decided long time ago uh, what we got like four or five six months whatever it's been that we were going to be doing um, a different slasher movie every week not by choice but by the roadmap of the teenage uh, slasher movie book and hoping to just build our you know experience with movies that we may never have seen or maybe haven't seen in a long time we've had some really great moments we've found new yeah slashers to us uh yeah that have been very enjoyable Good ones. yes bad ones that's right <laughs> yeah last week um last week we talked about road games which i thought is, is a, an absolute gem yeah i absolutely I love, love that, that movie. movie yes tonight we're talking about madman now this movie is complicated for me I wanted to talk about that a little bit but also for people in the chat or for people that are watching the replay in the comment section let us know what your experience with Madman is what do you like about it what do you not like about it if so I mean it has it has its moments yeah absolutely for the most part uh, I didn't All right. well let's see who we have in the chat and then we'll get going on it uh, we got Patrick in the chat saying hello night coriander and jerry hello. what's going on patrick slasher fred's in the chat saying there's also a 1989 film called i madman i haven't seen that i haven't either patrick saying madman dies tonight <laughs> if only if if only it could have been at that level patrick i mean come on man yeah. um, but patrick let me know if you've seen it for everyone in the chat let me know if you've seen this movie i want to talk about this movie uh, this is what I want to talk about, guys. Uh, yeah. Neil's in the chat saying, "Guess it would help if I turned my speakers on." <laughs> hey guys, <laughs> that would that Hello. would help. I'm not gonna lie, <laughs> that would help. <laughs> How's it going, Neil? Lamar's in the chat saying, "Good evening, Margarita Joint and enjoying." <laughs> nice. All right, man. All yeah. right. Uh, Patrick says, "Hearing Coriander sigh like that scares me." Yeah, I know. I know. Yeah. Okay, first I, I'm scaring myself. <laughs> right. 
the the first shot is fired neil says if i'm being honest this isn't my favorite slasher well guess what neil i'm right this is not my favorite slasher either and look i gotta admit man i mean look as we say there's there's no lying here i was gonna say that too oh great go ahead you do it i'm not gonna do it it now come on come on oh well maybe maybe at another point come on throw it in uh patrick says it's been forever since i've watched this okay well you're not missing much look man (laughs) this movie it started off very promising you know it it did happen yeah yeah i kind of agree with that yeah it's a campfire setting um and you know again there's a creepy story that's being told Um, well it's being sung well (laughs) well first it was being sung but then it was being told and i actually appreciated um the older guy that was telling the actual story of mad Men mars and it was creepy right it was talking about the fact that the farmer who killed his family right he was a husband he was a farmer and then one day for no apparent reason he just killed his family and obviously that was not a good thing to do and there was basically a mob that caught him hung him killed him seemingly right okay great setup great setup they even play with the whole mythology about the whole thing is is don't say his name if you say his name he will hear you he will come back from the dead or whatever and he'll kill you okay all right pretty good setup of course there's always going to be that guy there's always that guy right coriander there's always that guy that has to test the waters and uh, that was the guy i believe it was richie he's sitting there hey madman mars we're here come and get us fuck you buddy you know it's like i don't know why he decided to do that but anyways this is where the movie takes a left turn for me because well that scene when the madman mars right is up in the tree watching them when they're going back mm-hmm. that was that was pretty good yeah yeah but no pretty much was... after that scene it, yeah there... it, it, yeah there was there was creepy scenes for sure and and you see madman mars you know like you said he's in the shadows he's in the trees yeah. he's in the bushes and he's skulking around and you know th- i will say this the movie it shot pretty well okay it shot pretty well you've got this eeriness this kind of blue light onto the film which gives it that that really weird look um, yeah. It's all shot at like, night. Those shots are better. I didn't yeah. really care for how he looked. Well, I'm you not know, talking I didn't about like his. Well, I am. I'm just saying well, I didn't care for his rubber hands. Right. Well, or well let his me big friggin' hobbit feet. All right. Well, hold on. But well, let's let's go with one thing at a time. I'm talking about just the look <laughs> of the film. We'll get to him. Okay. But I'm saying right. the look of the film. It looks really, really good. You know, and it's all shot good at time. night. Yeah. So that's kind of different too, because when you think of the burning when you think of friday the 13th when you think of um just before dawn um what else um there's probably another one in there but when you think about these campfire camping horror movies a lot of times you have daylight you have that reprieve you know what i mean all of this is at night so i give them credit for that too um this is definitely oh don't go alone in the woods right or don't go in the woods alone 
um, that was some day stuff too. But it's funny because we talked about Don't Go in the Woods a couple weeks ago, which was horrendous. There was a horrendous experience because it just wasn't good. There was not much of anything good with that movie. The music was bad. The cinematography was bad. The kills were bad. The acting was bad. The story was bad and all of that, right? But I got through the movie. Now, I don't know what it says about Madman, but it took me a couple times Mm -hmm. to get through it. And it could have been because, you know, maybe I was a little tired or maybe it was the time of night I was watching it or whatever. But it it took it took four times to get through it. It was rough. It was rough. And you have uh, Galen Ross, who's starring in it. And obviously she's she's amazing. She was she was good in Dawn of the Dead. Yes, but terrible in this. Well, the character was just there was nothing to her character it was nothing really to many of the characters i mean um the old man who was telling the story at the campfire he was pretty cool like he kind of had a charisma to him but everyone else was just was just kind of like look you know what i'm saying so let me get to the chat and then i'll let you get into uh, the design of madman and we'll see what we think about that um Let's see. We got Heroic Waffles. My man Waffles is in the chat saying, hey, Night and Coriander, what's shaking? The only thing that's shaking, man, is my belief in slasher movies after watching this, man, because (laughs) I'm telling you, man, I don't know. I don't know. Waffles says, I love the Arrow edition of Madman. Now, now Waffles, you got to let me know, what's your thoughts on the movie? You know, obviously there are a lot. And this is the thing. This is why I wanted to talk about it, because I know that there are a lot of folks that I do like enjoy it. this movie it's yeah. a cult you know some people look Apparently. at it as a cult classic right yeah yeah I, yeah so that's why i wanted to kind of talk about it because sometimes there have been sometimes coriander where after i've seen a movie you know a couple times or whatever again. give it a fresh yeah. watch i enjoy yeah. it more case in point uh with uh just before just dawn before dawn yep now i liked it the first time i saw it but yeah, I look. Like, yeah, I, when I first saw it, I was like, okay. Yeah, it was okay. But yeah. the second time, I enjoyed it. Yes, way more. Yeah, yeah, I loved this it. One, the next, the next know. time or two. So with this yeah. one, I'm wondering if there's a chance. Uh, real quick too, Slasher Fred says one of these days you should do a review on the the film Behind the Mask. That was a good movie. That was a good movie. Yeah. I don't know. We might. You never know. You never know. Neil saying, speaking of Arrow, their October sale started today and runs until the end of the month. Lots of blues for $15. Nice. Yeah, man. And Arrow has a really good selection. I really do enjoy their releases. Um, Eric is in the chat saying, the Ballad of Madman Mars is good, though. Almost as good as the song about Harry Warden. I could, I could, I could, I could go with that. Because I did think the music was catchy. You know, I really, really did. Uh, Eric saying, I have the DVD, but I've never gotten past the ghost story of Mars in the beginning. Laugh out loud. There you go. There you go. So I'm just wondering. That's a good place to stop it. (laughs) You know, it it was a great setup. It really was. Um, Waffles says, it took me a couple times to finish. Rough script and some acting was rough. But what do you expect for back then? Laugh out loud. Story was good, though. Yeah, the story was good. And I agree with you. Um, 
you know, it was a tough time back then because people were just making movies and just trying to get things done. And I get it. But again, this being our series that's devoted strictly to slashers, we've seen some pretty good movies. So that's the thing is that this one, I'm just curious about it. And I will try to give it a rewatch at some point soon. But Coriander, let's get into the design of Madman and what you thought, what you liked or didn't like about it. What were you thinking? I mean, it, it was it was too cheesy. I mean, it looks like a mask, you know, and it was too rubbery. And like I said, his feet were huge. And yeah, it just, I don't know. It, it just didn't do it for me. He almost, he almost he looked, looked kind of like a Sasquatch. Sh- yeah, he looked better in the shadows. Like when yeah. he was creeping around and you couldn't see him. Right. That was well, like, that looks pretty good, but I don't know. Well, and I think that was part of it too. They didn't have a lot of money. We we know this is, this has happened with a lot of productions. So yeah. they did have him in the shadows um, for most of the runtime. Like you would usually see him, like I said, skulking around um, from afar. You might see his close up of his eyes and like you know, kind of uh, a quarter of his face and stuff like that. But you really didn't get a good look at him too much in the movie. Which, on one hand story-wise that was kind of cool because he was a mystery on the other hand it was almost like you know you guys are hiding the fact that you know the makeup or the uh like you said the rubber uh, hands and feet they just didn't look good and they didn't but again it's 1981 um story-wise let's you know again let's get into some of these things the kills were eh, you know i think maybe the uh the uh, hood of the truck kill that was kind of good the way it was done it was kind of you know um yeah, you know shocking yeah. yeah the hanging uh kill that was kind of good although i kept saying yeah, man yeah. get yourself out of that get yourself out of that that was uh <laughs> at the time he was one of the lead characters uh tp and of course the other thing too man i know there's got to be the horror tropes and we've seen them in all of these horror movies in one way or another but these people, they're camp counselors at a um, a kids camp, um, a special kids camp, they call it or whatever. And the counselors lose one of the kids as they were going back to the cabins after the campfire setting. And so they have to go and find this kid, you know. And sure enough, they keep going out there alone. Why do they keep going <laughs> alone? You know, and we know... We know that's a trope, so I'm just playing around. But anyways, the characters just didn't do much for me. What about you? Any other of the kills that worked for you or any of the, you know, things that come to mind for you that stood out as a positive? You know... (laughs) As a positive, um... That's tough. I don't know. You know. Okay. I mean, All the right. hot tub scene—that was such a joke. Yeah, you <laughs> know, let's talk- awkward. <laughs> yeah, let, let's let's talk about the hot tub scene. So they have Galen Ross um, has the hot tub scene with yeah. um, TP, who again um, played by uh, Tony Fish, and you know they have this this music on, and it's just really weird. Like it. Yeah. It might have been 
one of the most awkward like love scenes I've ever seen in a horror and, movie. And to think of it as a love scene, it's like what? Yeah, it was yeah. just awkward and weird. It was just weird. It, it didn't make me think of a love scene, but just well, an awkward moment. And the camera work Let had the time that. Pass. <laughs> yeah, and that that camera work had kind of that not slow effect thing going on but um you know you you know when you see it and it's just was just didn't fit it was just weird you know it just didn't fit and you also had some of the characters that were doing some things that were just really not smart you had the scene where um this counselor she's out and about she sees madman as he was killing yeah her name's ellie yeah she was she saw him madman killing this guy i guess presumably breaking his back although it wasn't really i couldn't even tell for sure because the way it was it was filmed you know what i mean but again we get it they didn't have a lot of money it's 1981 but instead of running right she's in the in the woods like behind the trees and all that type of stuff but instead of just running and saving her life or what have you she yells loudly and of course he sees her hears her sees her and goes after her the other thing she goes inside a cabin and it's like okay she shuts the door and locks it i'm like cool that's a smart thing to do he breaks through it she shuts another door and locks it that's a smart thing to do he breaks through then she runs kind of around like the corner so to speak she frantically throws out a bunch of stuff in a refrigerator like the shelves and stuff and then she gets in the refrigerator what do do you remember that scene i do it saved her for the moment what coriander look he's literally right there he's he's about to go and grab a ham sandwich but he didn't though, right? You or was know why I sleeping he... at that moment? Listen, you know <laughs> you know you know why he didn't grab a ham sandwich? Cuz he knew she was in there because of all the noise that she was making with the shelves and stuff was hitting the <laughs> yeah. floor. So he was like, "You know what? I can play this waiting game. I'm going to stand <laughs> outside of the door that you're probably oh, going to no. go through." And sure as shit, she gets out of the refrigerator. She's skulking around. She opens the door and then wham, axe to the chest. It's like, look, man, you you earned that kill. You really did. I mean, seriously, what, tell me the truth. Am I am I the only one? Tell me what you thought of that that sequence. You know, it was like I said, this is a rough movie, and I fell asleep through so many parts that, you know, yeah. What can I say? But but okay, but but again, like in horror movies, especially you know these slashers from 1981, you're gonna expect some things to not be very smart or logical. You know, people have to die, and usually you're gonna die because you're not that smart. The stupid ones are always gonna get it. Right, right. So So that's so that's fine. You know, she was right. Was she was one of the stupid ones? So that's fine. But like. Again, there were other counselors that went out alone in the woods in the dead of the night, you know, yeah. to, to do this whole search party thing. And it was just like, come on, guys. It just, yeah. it doesn't make sense. And I have not, in, in, and you know I'm going to get to it. 
I have not even gotten to one of the stupidest moves in this movie. Might be one of the stupidest things I've seen in a horror movie ever. And I'm saving that yeah, for last. But, but, like I said, these other characters, just forgettable. They, you know, it, yeah. I don't know, man. I don't know. Like I said, it was such great setup. Let me get to the chat real quick and catch up to these guys. I'm telling you. This was rough. Uh, let's see. Eric says they can't all be home runs in the slasher movie club. No. Laugh out loud. Isn't that true, man? Isn't that true? Yeah. We sh- we struck out with this one, man. We really we did. did. Yeah. Um, Eric says, you know me with horror. If I can't stand the characters, I'm out. Friday the 13th remake and Halloween 5, I'm looking directly at you. Yes, <laughs> I hear you. Slasher Fred saying the hot tub scene is almost like a reference uh, to Halloween 2 from 1981. Uh, I don't know, man. The, the hot yeah. tub scene in Halloween 2 <laughs> was much better. It and was. It, this one was so friggin' awkward. And it was just awkward. It, it was almost like a weird like lifetime movie slash i don't know, <laughs> I don't what, know what it was God. it's more like when you're going at your first day up uh, you know at a job and they're showing you these videos that you need to watch for safety and it's like, you know god man <laughs> okay terrible. uh fever dreamlands oh, in the god. chat saying hey guys i have not seen this but i just watched a quick trailer it looks rough but i'm morbidly curious about it Thankfully, even movies that are not the best are still interesting to discuss. That is very true, and that's why... And that's why... And you might like it. You, you might. Know. I mean, pe- <laughs> yeah. people do consider it a cult classic, you know, they in some do. circles. But yeah. that's why with this series, the idea of it was, we're just going to watch whatever is written, you know, in the book, you know, as far as a roadmap from the, the teenage available. slasher movie book. Yeah. Yeah. And so, Some things I would have loved to have seen and for us to discuss, but I just couldn't find it. So, yeah. Right, right. So, you know, we just figured to go straight on into these movies no matter what. But like you said, it's good to discuss these things too, even if it's a movie that you didn't particularly love. Because there might be someone out there that has a different point of view. And that has happened to me on on different occasions, you know, and again... Um, There's been movies that I've absolutely disliked and then later on after another viewing or two or maybe a couple of years, my mindset changes for whatever reason, you know, so anything's possible. Um, Let's see. Slasher Fred saying the refrigerator is almost like a reference to wait until the dark. Eh, Maybe, maybe. Neil saying, uh, let's get in the running car no let's go into the house or hide behind those chainsaws right exactly <laughs> you know uh rusty's in the chat saying evening zoners not sure i've heard of this one before must have slipped through the cracks for me or it sucked so bad i've blocked it out <laughs> i bet it sucks so bad you blocked it out man <laughs> <laughs> could be eric saying whoa check out that guy in the red with his classic mustache yeah exactly you know there's a lot of classic stuff in there but not enough classiness but um yeah like i said the characters they just didn't really do much for me um i again i think the best thing about this movie is it does have atmosphere it did have good setup the legend 
of Madman Mars. The setup of that was very, very good. As a matter of fact, yeah. the original idea, and I'm just going to put his picture back up here. The original idea for this movie was they were going to follow the whole idea of the Cropsey legend, right? So we all yeah. know how that went. Um, that was, you know, taken by the burning. So I, they had to kind of sidestep it a little bit. And I mean, it's really almost still the same thing, but they didn't have a lot of money. So yeah. it is what it is. But the story of Madman Mars is pretty good. The way they told the story in the beginning, like I said, the beginning of the movie. Um, and I think the the ending, the ending of it was yeah, creepy when it too. Was over. Oh, well, right. I'm not. Come on, man. <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry. So, I'm talking about before <laughs> the credits rolled. The ending of it I was guess. was creepy too. But um, there was so much stuff in the middle that didn't work. But let me get to yeah. probably one of the biggest sins in this movie. Now, again, people <laughs> that have watched this channel for a long time, you guys know I'm a huge fan of Dawn of the Dead. I'm a huge fan of, of George Romero. Um, I thought the actors in Dawn of the Dead, including Galen Ross right here, uh, I thought they did a heck of a job. It's a classic. Um, I'm always going to love it. She is basically the final girl in this movie so i'm just gonna throw that out there kind of she well and yeah i'm gonna there's yeah only like the, a fi the, there's a final guy well true yes but i mean as far as girl you know I, yeah. let me just get, get to what i'm saying with this <laughs> the right. idea the idea is throughout the movie she was kind of portrayed as fairly smart and i think you know she she definitely came off as as intelligent and kind of you know I had a feeling she was going to survive, not just because it was Galen Ross, but she just had a certain way about her. Not Did as... Well, I'm going to get to that. Oh, okay. Well, <laughs> just say it. But, but, but she... Um, oh, I just lost my train of thought. Oh, she, she had a way about her that was pretty interesting, although not as interesting as I would have thought. Like going I didn't really into... care for her acting. Well, that's what I'm saying. In the beginning of the movie, I really thought that she was going to have a nice... The character was going to be more more entertaining than it was, and it wasn't. So here we go. I'm, I'm doing all this setup, but let me get to the point. <laughs> She's basically one of the last counselors at the end of the movie. Yeah. People are dying. Shit's happening all around her. She's portrayed as fairly smart, okay? She sees Madman skulking around. She gets a weapon. She has a gun. Okay, so that's that's good news, right? Yeah. She gets the kids. Well, she kind of she kind of walks around the campsite trying to see what's up, and she doesn't really find anything. Blah 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 blah. None of that is really important. But the bottom line is, she's like, you know what? We got to get the fuck out of here, right? So she alerts the and kids. She blew one of her buddies away. Well, she yeah, like shot her in the face. But, but that was the body, right? Well, she was dying, or 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 yeah, she was probably wounded. being attacked. But yeah, still, yeah, 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 the the stupid one. Yeah. Um. <laughs> yeah. So she gets all the kids, right? And she yeah. says, "We got to get the fuck out of here, and let's go get into the bus. They've got a bus, you know, for the kids and stuff." So they all get in the bus. I don't know. Maybe there was eight kids. Who knows? It doesn't really matter because the dumbness is about to happen. She gets in the bus. Madman comes to the bus, and he's trying to get in. You know how you have that sliding door that the bus driver has to open to get on? Okay. He's got his hand in there trying to pry it open. She grabs 
something and starts whacking at his hand, right? To you know, his rubber to, hand, yeah. Yeah, his rubber, yeah, his rubber hobbit hand. She finally <laughs> gets him to release, right? She starts driving the bus. Now at this moment, I have hope and I have fear because I was like, please don't be a stupid trope where she's driving, she loses control and hits a tree or goes into a ditch or whatever, right? Well, and you that know what does was stupid. Okay. Can I just say before you continue, mm-hmm. when she when she was driving that bus, when she first started taking off, and he mm-hmm. ran across the road, she shouldn't have stopped, because that's when he got his hand through the door. If yeah. she would have kept going, that wouldn't have happened. But she, she stopped. Yeah, but that I mean, you know, well, that was, that was stupid. stupid. But but that wasn't as stupid as what was about to happen. It was it was not even the same universe as what was about to happen. She's driving, oh, right? She's driving. <laughs> yeah. And she gets, I don't know, let's say 50 feet away. I don't know. It doesn't really matter. She stops the bus. She tells one of the older kids, you know, he's a teen or whatever. He, she tells him, go to the sheriff, let him know what's up, blah, 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 blah. I got to go back and see if anyone else is alive. That's what she says. She gets out of the bus and goes towards the house that's his lair or whatever she wants to see if anyone's alive coriander i almost lost my shit i'm like what are you doing yeah, she's why, stupid. why are you running back to the burning building yeah because that's where he is you know why because yeah. that's where he lives what are you doing yeah. it's still the dead of night there's no one else around it's only her i'm like are you friggin serious that's the setup guys for the ending let me let me i'm so frustrated by it let me catch up to the chat <laughs> uh modern days of the chat what's going on man saying what's up y'all i watched your halloween kills review earlier today and agree on most of your takes it was solid overall in my opinion excited to see y'all's ranking on the whole franchise on wednesday yeah, yeah exactly wednesday night wednesday night at 9 30 p.m eastern standard time we are finally we <laughs> We're going to do it, man. We're going to finally rank the Halloween franchise. It's been a long run. 12 like, movies. Like, yeah. yeah, like like Killian said, we've literally spent three months um, on the franchise. And we really hope you guys enjoyed the reviews. If you haven't checked out any of the re- reviews, please do. They were all fun to do, even on the entries that we weren't big fans on. We had wonderful discussions and a lot of great live chats with us. So we really appreciate that. Um Let's see. Sasha Fred was saying the bus scene is almost like pre Jeepers Creepers too. Yeah, but at least in Jeepers Creepers, man, <laughs> that was, was better some, than this. <laughs> yeah, they had some intelligence. I can take man. that. Yeah. Right? Dan's in the chat saying, "What's up, everyone? What's going on, Dan? Oh. What's going on?" Heroic Waffle says, "Never go back to see if people are alive. I'm getting my ass out of here, right?" Exactly, man. You know what's up, man. We all know what's up. By the way, guys, please give this video a like if you are with us in the chat. That would really help to support us. And comment in the comment section down below. But anything we're talking about, that would help just as much. But, Coriander, tell me, was that not one of the stupidest things that you've seen in a horror movie? When she actually got out of the bus that was running, and it was working, and yeah. they would have been... And plus, she's the camp counselor. She she left the kids to the to their own fate. Basically, did you think that that yeah. was stupid or what? Please tell me. Of course, that was stupid, okay. and she deserved what she got after that move. So yeah. Yeah, I mean, she's 
look, man, I don't know. Well, this was 1981, so there wasn't even Rambo. So she didn't think she was Rambo. But she yeah. decided that she was going to go and do whatever she was going to do with that gun. And sure enough, it doesn't happen. She gets yeah. she gets blinded by a madman, blindsided. And he cuts yeah. her face. Like, he claws at her, and there's this huge gash on her face. He's dragging her uh, by her leg. And she's yelling... Ah, ah, and all that type of stuff and it's like come on man at this point at least put up a fight she didn't put up a fight she's being dragged off and he basically brings her down to the basement where he has all of the bodies they're all propped up like dolls you know there's I don't know six bodies in there or whatever and sure enough you see a hook on the wall shades of Texas Chainsaw Massacre Yeah. but you actually see her get impaled on the hook and it's like and then she pulls out a knife and she stabs at him and that was kind of it like you know I don't know she tried man she didn't look hey wow so then hey so then and and before that and I did mention I didn't mention one thing before she got the camp council um, the the uh, the campers in the bus she did call the old man he's kind of like I don't know maybe he's the maybe he's the owner of the camp or whatever but he's a cool dude he's the one that told the story at the camp campfire he was really cool and she told him hey shit's going down there's blood everywhere you got to come back here so he's driving back there that's the other thing too it's like I guess if you're going to try to find out if anyone else is alive, first of all, take care of the kids. But number two, you got him coming back. Let him figure it out, you know, or hook up with him after you get the kids safe. Anyways, she gets killed. Go back with the sheriff or something. That's right. Have some backup. But she gets killed and then it kind of fades back to uh, your boy. Richie. Who started this whole thing, presumably by calling out his name and all that bull whatever and the old man finds him like on the side of the road and he comes up to him and he's like richie are you okay and all he says is madman madman mars is is real and then it kind of does a close-up on his eyes and it kind of you know shows some flashbacks of some of the kills and all that type of stuff and then you just see madman doing what madman does walking in the woods with an axe <sighs> yep. look man are we done yet? <laughs> no, we're not done because I'm, 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 I'm just like I can't believe it. But you know, this would be the type of oh, movie we shit. almost should do a watch along for. Seriously, oh. yeah, yeah, to get reactions just like out. that, to get <laughs> yeah, reactions know, just man. like that, Coriander. Because seriously, there were moments in this movie where I was just like, "What is going on? I don't understand." You know. Anyways. Yeah. As we start to head on out, <laughs> Rusty says, from all this talk, yeah, I'm sure I blocked this one out of, out for my own mental health. <laughs> yeah, brother. Oh, we, we, we took the bullet for you, man. We took the bullet for you. <laughs> but but no, but seriously, and I'm making some jokes to have fun with it. But all seriousness, though, this was not the worst movie we've seen uh, in this no, series. It was but not. damn close to it. Well, but you it know what? It's not the worst. Well, let me, let me also kind of you know give a different look to it i think what's upsetting to me is it had so much promise you know what i'm saying it did. It did. like the beginning of it the first 
10, 15 minutes of the movie is actually pretty good. I mean, I actually, when it started, I was like, oh, okay, all right. It's got a little yeah. cool little tune. You're at the campfire <laughs> telling scary right? stories. And I'm like, this is going to be good. You got Galen Ross in it. Um, but again, the cinematography, the way it's shot, the atmosphere, um, the music, the story of Madman, the flashback of how he came to be, that was all good stuff. It was all yeah. good stuff, guys. This is much better than don't don't go in the woods alone. So, but I after the intro, yeah, it just went Which, downhill. <laughs> I wouldn't even bother, right? <laughs> Eric says, hopefully next week is a better viewing. What was the worst then, if not this? Don't go into the woods. Yeah, man, don't go into yeah. the woods. God damn it, that man. Was, yeah, <laughs> that, that was just bad. It, it didn't have any. The problem with don't go in the woods, and I know that this is not that episode. Um, but the problem with Don't Go in the Woods is it was not shot well. The, the characters were bad. Terrible. The music, the music was horrible. The, the kills were horrible. And the killer, he was just like so generic. Like they, they didn't put anything into that movie. <laughs> and again, they didn't have money either. And I get it. But holy shit, man. Yeah, that was that was easily the worst, Eric. There's no doubt about that. Anyways, uh, let's see. Dan says a wasted premise is frustrating. It is. It really yeah. is. Because I think that I mean if they remade it, if, if this is one that would actually probably be a good remake. Cause I they'd agree. get the gore, they'd get the the you know, madman, the way he looks even better. So I agree. Remake and, please. Well, <laughs> yeah. They, actually we're talking about the producer of this was actually talking about um I don't know if it was a reboot or a, a sequel or remake, but was talking about, you know, trying to get something. It was to mentioned get... of a sequel. Yeah. yeah, he was trying to get something together because he said that, you know, there were people, um, you know, probably people on the financing end of it that saw the possibility of him becoming a, a you know, a decent horror icon, which he could be if it was done right. The story is good. You got the yeah. right atmosphere. If you get the yeah. the. Um, the makeup and, and all of that down right you'd be okay you right. know um let's see eric says went downhill after the intro so it's like the 80s version of halloween resurrection <laughs> would a busta versus mars fight have made it better yeah. yes <laughs> it would have. i don't know <laughs> i mean resurrection is so painful you know i uh, <laughs> This one was, I, I would probably say Resurrection is worse than this. At least for me. Now, wait a minute. I don't know, man. At least we get Michael in Resurrection. I mean, come on, man. Yeah, but. Uh, no. Yeah, all right. Well, that's ruined, but. That, that's a discussion for that's a discussion for for another day for sure. Uh, oh, Neil, Neil says if they remake it, they better get Rob Zombie to direct. At least the kills will be good. Ha ha ha. Exactly. Exactly, Rob Zombie will make sure that the kills are good. There's no but doubt. The Zombieisms. I mean, shit. Hey, this I'm this more movie worried is about made the for monsters. it. Yeah, I'm curious what he's done with that. <laughs> yeah, I saw I saw that there was an image put out of, of Sherry Moon, you know, in makeup. Oh, I was like, yeah, oh no, <laughs> I don't know, I don't know, guys. That's that's another. She's gonna be a stripper, bitch. It's like. <laughs> That's a story for another day. But anyways, 
uh, Waffles says Madman has some cool kill scenes. Not amazing, but cool, like the axe kills. Yeah, I mean the axe kill. You know, for the uh, chick, the refrigerator chick, that was pretty cool. Um, the decapitation scene was all right. You know, the 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 hanging kill was pretty pretty good. That might have been the best kill. In and the you movie. know, the actor there who did that actually would tie rubber bands around his neck so that wow. that pale complexion he had was authentic. Yeah. Wow. So he, Crazy he, stuff. He, all right. Crazy yeah. stuff. All that I mean, work for a piece of shit movie. Well. Too bad. <laughs> you said it not me man but um yeah man like i said um it, it was tough man it was really tough and it took me four times to get through the movie like and obviously there's no lying here right <laughs> good for you good for you right. coriander eric says uh rob loves and respects the source material of the monsters so much i don't see him making it his usual type of film eric i hope you're right Right. Eric, well, can listen, he do that? That's the question. That's what I'm saying is that he's yeah. never he's never really done that. The only time, and I said this, and again, guys, I know I keep referencing it, but trust me, we had so much fun on all our all of our Halloween episodes, and we truly did put a lot of time into each episode. So definitely, if you haven't watched it, please give us a watch. Uh, that would help support us and pass it on to other people, whether it be word of mouth, friends, family, social media. Uh, get on the TV, whatever you got to do, that would really help. But <laughs> when we talked about uh, Rob Zombie's Halloween, the scenes when Michael was in Smith's Grove as a child, and you had Malcolm McDowell as Loomis and Sherry Moon as uh, Deborah, the mother, that was some of the the most non Rob Zombie type of stuff I've seen in his movies because. There was a lot of caring. There was a lot of, there was good drama. There was emotion, uh, and it felt realistic. But of course, we know he didn't keep that tone throughout the rest of the movie. So, like I said, Eric, I hope that he does something different. But he hasn't shown that he wants to do that yet. And I think if he did, I think, I, I really think his his great. his possibilities would open up so much more because he is yeah. a good director. He has yeah. some good ideas and good vision, you yeah. know. I just think he needs to kind of get out of his little soapbox uh, of how he characterizes people. They're all characterized the same way. Um, Eric saying, always give a filmmaker a chance. Look at what Jordan Peele coming from comedy and making Get Out. You never know. Well, yeah, but hold on, Eric. We've, we've given Rob Zombie a chance for, for 20 years, man. Yeah. I'm, I'm, and listen, I'm not saying that he won't be different with this movie i'm not saying that i'm just saying i hope he will but he hasn't shown that he wants to do that with any of his films maybe this is a new a new beginning i hope so because i think if he starts to do movies where in other words when you watch his movies you know it's a rob zombie movie because of the characterizations and, and, and choices it'd be great to watch a movie whether it's the monsters or horror movie or whatever and you know it's great you love it and you say to yourself I don't know who that is. And then you find out it's Rob Zombie and you're like, oh my God, wow, that's great. It'd be great to do that. So hopefully he will change his his approach to filmmaking for the Munsters. I hope so, because if he does it the same way he usually does it, I just don't know if that mixes with the Munsters, but we'll see. You never know. You never know. But anyways, guys, um, let's talk about real quick what we're going to do for next week, Coriander. 
and I know that you're a little uh, excited about that. Next week, we will be talking about the man, the myth, the legend, Chuck. I don't even have to say his last name. In Silent Rage. We will be talking about Silent Rage next week on Slasher Movie Club. This is a horror slash action movie. I mean, come on, man. There's two genres. It doesn't get any better than that. And you got Chuck right. Norris. I mean, come on. This is like, it's Christmas gonna time. going to be man. doing some moves, right? Yes, yeah. exactly. So that's going to be fun. So for next week, guys, definitely um, see if you can uh, check out Silent Rage. I believe it's available on Roku. Um, maybe Tubi. But yeah. regardless, definitely yeah. see if you guys can catch up on it so that next week at 8 o'clock p.m. Eastern Standard Time on Monday that we can have a discussion about Silent Rage. Hopefully I'm excited. it's better than this. All right, of I course. Seen no, this wait one. a minute, Coriander. <laughs> you know it's better than this. It's Chuck Norris. Hopefully. Hey, it's, is, is everything in he prime. did gold? No, I don't know. but that was in his exactly. prime, man. That's when he was right. like, he was just dropping knowledge in movies. Okay. That's that's what Chuck <laughs> okay. Norris was doing. He was dripping it. Okay. He 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 was on the money. Eric's saying, okay. uh, I know what you mean, but Rob didn't love the source material. Like he does the Munsters. That's what I mean by giving him a chance. Different situation this time. Maybe. I hope so. I really hope so, man. I really do. Yeah. Uh, saying next week is going to be fun. Can't wait. Absolutely, man. Right. Silent Rage. I'm on it. I mean, for you guys that have been around long enough, you know. I love Chuck Norris uh, being in martial arts myself. Chuck is definitely an icon for me. So seeing him in an action horror movie is going to be uh, talking about <laughs> right? it. It's going to be just It'll be awesome. the first for me. Yeah. There you go. Eric saying Chuck Norris's worst film would be better than this, especially in his prime. That's what I'm saying. I'm guaranteeing <laughs> right now, live, this is live, that Silent Rage is going to kick the ass out of Madman as far as watchability nice. and entertainment. There's no well, doubt. That's, that's hopeful. <laughs> yeah. Fever Dreamland watching our backs as usual saying Silent Rage is on Tubi. Okay, guys. It's on Tubi, so it's free. And guess what, guys? There's nothing cheaper than free. So, <laughs> so a lot of commercials, but uh, you know, stay awake some... and you'll be okay. Yeah, you know, <laughs> grab grab your popcorn or your Doritos and a beer, you'll be all right. Um, <laughs> but definitely, guys, see if you can check out Silent Rage between now and next Monday, so we can have a discussion about it, and that'll be uh, really really cool. As we head on out, Neil saying, "I don't know, I kind of want to see Herman Munster as a foul mouth homicidal maniac." Ha ha ha! Yeah, right. Come on, Neil. <laughs> really? Oh, <laughs> He's joking. Man. I know him better than that. He's joking. <laughs> he knows what's up. Anyways, guys. All right, that's all we got for Mad Men. I know we went off of topic quite a bit, but we enjoyed yeah, talking we with did. you guys. We needed that was to go a lot off topic. More fun. <laughs> yes, it was. Um, yes. Guys, I don't know. I don't know what to say about Mad Men. Proceed with caution as usual. Uh, but definitely give the video a like. It would help support us. Leave us a comment in the comment section down below. And, uh, yeah, we'll catch you guys next time. Wednesday night, we're ranking the whole Halloween franchise. I'm sure there will be a lot of controversy. Um, and we will obviously be including Halloween yeah. kills in that ranking. So definitely check us out. We appreciate you guys uh, watching, uh, especially our latest videos on Halloween. So we'll catch you guys later. If you're watching this, if you're listening to this, you are the Night Watch. Peace out, guys. Up to Thank you.